0: Welcome to Define Real, my name is Deborah, and I will share personal stories that will make you question reality. My intention is to inspire you and instill curiosity and magic into your life. I have 42 years of stories to share, so let's begin. Today I want to talk about success. You may ask why I chose to talk about this theme first. Success is an excellent theme for my first story because it will give you context about who I am. Suppose you will join me in this adventure for the long run, and I hope you will. In that case, you need some background information to build trust in me and know that no matter how much I push the boundaries of what you consider real, you will know I'm telling you the truth. You need to know I will never lie to you in this podcast, not even to make you laugh. Success is a concept that I chased my whole life. Every time I reached it, something out of the ordinary happened and dissolved everything. Either tangibly as, for instance, me losing everything I had built all of a sudden, or in a psychological way where when I finally got the thing that I wanted so badly to achieve... I just didn't care about it anymore. I was born in Brazil, specifically in Sao Paulo, in a favela. A word in Portuguese that means big, ugly, violent slum. And Chiva was about four. I lived in intense poverty, where sometimes we wouldn't have anything to eat, or sometimes I'd come back home with my parents and our tiny home had been emptied out by bandits. My parents were both 19 when I was born and... I am an accident, like many humans living on Earth today. My father was out of the house most of my childhood, working during the day and studying during the night, so I don't really see him on weekends and holidays. He liked playing the guitar and for him, the most essential thing in the world was to succeed in removing us from that place and providing us a better life experience, which he succeeded a decade later as a successful civil engineer. I learned you could achieve anything with him if you worked hard enough. He was my first example of what being successful meant. My first experience with success happened when I was eight years old. I had written a poem as a homework and my teacher loved it so much that she took me to all the other classes to read it in front of the other students. The teachers looked at me enthusiastically and told me I had a writing talent. On the other hand, The students made fun of me and bullied me. I was studying in public, abandoned and impoverished schools. Children didn't care about poetry. (laughs) They wanted to know what they would eat for lunch and if they could play football, dance, samba and party. So instead of feeling proud of myself and investing in doing more writing, I didn't talk about it with anyone. I threw away the poetry and promised never to write again. Then I was in college and a better school but still on the outskirts of Sao Paulo. For the first time, I had friends who liked me and accepted me for who I was, which was another huge success. I remember how happy I felt teaching school with them and jumping over the walls of some public club we weren't allowed to go in just to do something wrong. Or when one of them would enter the most boring class I was in, And then look at me with the most devious face and tell me that they had just created a diversion for us to sneak out and smoke outside. And suddenly the sound of an explosion in the bathroom downstairs would take over the entire school. That was our clue to run and not get caught. We never got caught because we were smart. We studied and had good grades because the classes were so bad that they were easy for us. We somehow knew without ever having to talk about it that if we wanted to have fun, we would have to do things intelligently, to not give the teachers any reason to call our parents. The most significant success of my young adult life was running away from home. I won't get into details in this episode because I want to discuss this theme properly later. Still, I was severely abused by my biological mother for the first 18 years of my life. So when I turned 18 and could leave legally, I took the first chance and ran away. I'll never forget that feeling, the relief of knowing that you will never touch my body again. I have planned that since I was around 10, so you can imagine how big of a success that was for me. To feel free for the first time. <sighs> I had no money to sustain myself, so I had to find a job immediately, which I miraculously did. My father had brought a computer home when I was around 16. I had taught myself to use software to design things, draw and animate. I would download the software illegally, use their beauty in tutorials and spend entire nights learning them. I remember discovering the internet and watching animations online for the first time. My heart was beating so loud. I told my father, I want you to do animations for the internet. He nervously left and told me to be realistic about my life goals. He said something like, look at where you are right now, maybe you should just focus on finding a job in marketing or advertising, isn't that what your friends are doing? From his perspective, my wanting to become an artist was a disaster. He didn't want me to suffer, I understood him but didn't really care. I told him my dream was to work at Disney as an animator. I just needed to learn some English and keep working hard on my animation skills. He had a sad reaction and left me with my fantasies. And as it turned out, I worked for Disney several years later as an animator for an online project I loved. That was another big success in my life. I was 26 when I called my father and told him, guess where I'm working right now? He replied loudly and proudly, How do you do this stuff? In my happiness for accomplishing this dream, I discovered a European project where artists worldwide gather to celebrate their love for character design. If you don't know what that means, it's basically everything involved in creating a character, being for an animated movie, a video game, or a brand. It touched me even more profoundly than Disney did, and I decided that joining this group was my next step towards success. That's what I've learned about success. It's not the end goal. It pushes me to continue walking and believing in myself and what I can do. It stretches me on a human level, proving that I'm infinite and probably will never be content with one end goal. I never resonated with the meaning of success that I was taught in school, TV or Hollywood. This idea that living my life in the exact way that everyone around me was living and making the same choices they were making was it. Again, every time I succeed, I'm interested in something else. Not that I'm not grateful or don't enjoy my successes, but they don't fulfill me for long. Even if it takes me a decade to accomplish them, they're stepping stones, not the primary goal. So if you're thinking, of course you did go to Europe and join that group, you're right. I did join them, and by joining them, I learned more about human behavior than character design. In fact, I realized that they were both one and the same. I was introduced to renowned artists who taught me indirectly and not so indirectly that success and fame don't necessarily equal character or kindness or goodness. I learned in painful ways that the more successful people were, the worst they were as human beings, and that changed me fundamentally, it made me despise success. It made me look at my accomplishments with gratitude for everything I could experience and it dissolved me. In my view, I succeeded as an artist because I've managed to live in Europe by myself and pay for my expenses through my art. In 2015, I created a project where I work with creative development with children worldwide through arts and technology. This project took off so high that I saw myself doing academic research in some of the most prominent educational institutions in the world. Another massive success for my wow of accomplishments that was impossible to estimate in my teens living in poverty in Sao Paulo. Then, one afternoon, A week after I had accomplished my latest dream, which was to give a lecture to hundreds of people at my favorite festival in the world, the unexpected happened. At that point, I was very well established. I had clients and work projects lined up for the foreseeable future. I was living in Berlin and doing fine. Out of the blue, all of my projects were cancelled, one after the other, for no particular reason. None of those clients even knew about each other, so there wasn't anything happening that was rational or due to some consequence that I could understand with my mind. I just lost everything out of nowhere. From one week to another, I had no more work. I remember standing in the street in the cold and looking up at the sky and a voice inside me told me I'm done. I've learned everything I needed and don't want to do this anymore. My mind went all over the place, thinking, but wait, I've worked so hard to have this. How am I going to pay rent or food without money? What am I supposed to do? There was no answer. And from that moment, nothing I've tried worked anymore. Not as an artist or a teacher. Everything just faded away for no reason. Everything went dark. I spent years fighting against it depending on people who didn't even like me to pay for stuff. And even though it was excruciating, lonely, and disorienting, I see that moment as my latest success today. Because if it wasn't for things going quote-unquote wrong, I'd never be here talking to you today. I would never have experienced the transcendental and unbelievable chapters I'll share with you in the next episodes. Success for me today is to be a kind, respectful, and open-minded human being be someone who still cares about others despite going through so much unfairness and randomness. The way my life unfolded and the lessons I've learned are successful for me, not in the conventional sense that the world is so conditioned to be or to want to experience. We're constantly being advertised with so-called stories of success by outwardly successful people and how they attract a lot of wealth or some form of attention to themselves. But almost every time you look closer to these people, they're miserable as human beings. They usually follow a trajectory that is presented as envious by societal structures. Most of the time, they are very obedient to the establishment, and the more they please them, the more success they attract. Selling out is seen as a victorious accomplishment in the mainstream, but does it make us evolve as a species? Are these people fulfilled in their sense of purpose on a deeper level? We are told that success is a must in our to-do list. It must be successful. Or you're automatically a loser. But is that real? And that's what I leave you with today, dear listener. Don't worry about being successful in the eyes of the world. Focus on what is vital for you on a human level instead. Being successful is not about applause or admiration from strangers on the internet. It's about your evolution as a human being. Learning from the chaos of your life circumstances and evolving from them means making huge mistakes sometimes and learning from them with humility in your heart. In that case, you're successful in my point of view, but you shouldn't need my validation or anyone else's to feel successful. The more you free yourself from external validation, the easier it will be for you to live meaningfully. Meaning is what brings you happiness, not success. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took away some food for your soul. Don't forget to subscribe, share with your friends and stick around for the next one. Until then, stay curious, keep your mind open and your heart soft.